This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I've thought long and hard on this for a couple hours, and I thought about whether to even bring this up on the podcast since I knew we were going to be doing it today since the news of Baker Mayfield broke, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Two things that come out of my mouth are about to be true, mm-hmm. and there is no need to argue them. But some in our Twitter, at Tommy Lugar and at Mraz CBS certainly will, and that is this, these following sentences. Saquon Barkley is probably the best player out of the top three in the 2018 NFL draft. Fact. Saquon Barkley (laughs) is still a major mistake of a draft pick by the Giants. And just because what went before him and went after him have both been busts that have ended up on other teams doesn't justify that they should have taken him. And if your argument back is, well, who would they have ended up with? What if they ended up with Sam Darnold? Then that would have been a mistake pick. Don't rely on other teams mistaking their own scouting and giving you a pass because you know who else doesn't stink? Bradley Chubb, pass rusher for the Broncos. You know who else doesn't stink? Quentin Nelson, the offensive lineman for the Colts. You know who else doesn't stink? And don't tell me they would have never taken him. That doesn't make any sense. Josh Allen on the Bills, who, by the way, Joe Shane was a part of drafting. Mm -hmm. Other teams have shown you they were better at evaluating that draft just because the Jets and Browns whiffed doesn't mean the Giants didn't also whiff because their guy doesn't suck as bad as the other two guys that have now joined forces in Carolina. And I think that is still very important. And I know this is a major turnoff to fans who don't want to hear more Saquon Barkley draft talk, but come on, it's relevant now when the two other guys that were picked before him and after him are now joined forces as combined busts in Carolina. Look, it it really comes down to the simple. You don't, especially in this day and age, take a running back there. That's plain and simple. Even if the guy ended up being Adrian Peterson or this great 10, 15 year, probably not 15 as a running back, but this great eight eight to 10 year career Hall of Famer, you still don't take a running back there because there are so many running backs that, that, that produce and do very well that you can grab second, third, fourth round off the scrap heap. So it's just, you have a value commodity now. There are so many busts in the top five, top 10. We see it all the time. That doesn't excuse the fact that that is, that is liquid gold. That is a prime spot. You stunk all year for that pick, and then you spend it on a running back. That was one of those ones where we watched him at Penn State. We weren't going to deny Saquon Barkley's ability. There were people that said, well, he's a home run hitter. You know, sometimes his running, uh, his uh, stat sheet looks like the, uh, you know, leaderboard at the Masters, right? Minus three, minus two, minus one. But then he pops the big 80-yard run, and then you look up and you go, wow, 160 yards rushing, but it was on three runs. So there were people that were, like, saying that stuff. That Take that aside. You don't select the running back. That's bottom line. I don't care if the guy before him. I don't care about the guy after him. I don't care about the next 30 picks stunk. You don't take a running back there. You know, I was like Al Davis. He would t- if, if a receiver could run a really fast 40, he would take him in the top 10, and every year is a bust. And every year you're like, why are you taking a receiver here? Same thing there. 
it was not, it was the, it was the position, not the player. And then when the player ended up not being good as, or as good as he should have been at that spot, it makes it even worse. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it, it's going to be a conversation that comes up. And I, there still is the Saquon cult of giant fans. Because he is a lot. He's a likable guy, and every once right. in a while he'll break a long run. We're like, hey, let's go. And I own a Saquon jersey, and believe me, you could cheer for the guy to rip off a long run and still acknowledge that this was a mistake pick, and he just was – he's never – was never going to live up to that billing. But today, when when Baker Mayfield officially gets traded, and he ironically joins forces with Sam Darnold, I know. It's not a, it is not a day for a victory lap for Saquon defenders and saying, see, Lou, we made the right pick. What were we supposed to do? Baker went ahead of him. Darnold went after him. They ended up with each other. Uh, that, that doesn't make sense. By the way, Carolina can have Saquon. You might as well complete the trio at that point. Yeah. Uh, and think about and, – and for all those that say, well, what happened if the Giants took Darnold? With all due respect, I know as Giant fans, we like to, you know, give our Jet fan friends noogies and everything that goes with yeah. it. And Zach Wilson could suck. Zach Wilson could very well be good. But tell me right now at the quarterback position, you wouldn't have rather been the Jets who have already turned over the leaf. And at least their fans have this belief that maybe now they have the guy. Now the Jets never have the guy. And that's a different story. Literally, But never. at least, but if the Giants had Sam Darnold, we're at least in a scenario right now where we are looking forward to something else new already. And it feels like we're a year away from that. So that's another part of the Saquon Barkley trade. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I just think that with the Daniel Jones thing, it's tough, dude, because it's like injuries, all that stuff. But and you yeah, do it, see flashes. You, you see flashes tease you enough that makes you feel like, damn, this could have been something, could be something, but ah. Fine. Maybe at his best, he's maybe, maybe middle-of-the-road quarterback, that, right. in, in my opinion. He's certainly it, not Mahomes and Rodgers, for sure. Right. It's just, I think we're just kind of sick of hearing the name. We're sick of seeing them. And we're ready as a fan base. I would imagine overwhelming majority of Giant fans are just ready to move on from Daniel Jones. If he doesn't get hurt this year, it's not going to be this year. Obviously, if he goes down with an injury, he's gone. But we're going to have to sit through another year here. Right. But yeah, it's just that, the same want time, that promising uh, player at quarterback. And right now they don't have that. At the same time, I do think that this is a fan base that will fully embrace if he goes off this year and puts up top five. Of course, of course, 100%. Yeah, no, of course. Because he's not deeming, he's not unlikable, right? Like, Daniel Jones is extremely No, he's like paint-drying. I mean, he's like a boring dude. I mean, he's just like... and everything you hear from players and stuff, you don't hear like the... Like, in Arizona, you hear Kyler Murray immaturity stuff. Zach Wilson, um, frankly, there was some right. signs like they love Mike White. Right. They just do a parade for the guy, and right. it was almost telling. Like, do they not like Zach Wilson? Like, on guys that that have played on on good teams or been around the league that have come to the Giants, right. Daniel Jones, like you. Here's the thing: you don't have to knock him, but you could also basically not say anything. It's like people go out of his way to be like, "Yeah, you wouldn't believe how hard a worker Daniel, this, that, and the other." So Daniel Jones is seemingly likable. It's just incredibly frustrating, and I think overall, and I, I feel this way too. Look. We should have our our sights higher. You shouldn't just be like, yeah, it's fine. We got the 15th best quarterback. You should want, of you know, a top 10. You should want that guy. We were spoiled with Eli. We probably didn't appreciate him enough. But, yeah, I, I don't want to be in Baker Mayfield land. I don't want to in whoever that version of Baker Mayfield is. Maybe it is Tyrod Taylor on our team. I don't want to be that team in 2023. But first, we got to get through 2022. And, like, you love it, Lou Gower. I love hitting a post. I think we're going to wrap up episode three now. You're a consummate pro, Sean. I'm a consummate pro. You can follow Tommy Lugauer at Tommy Lugauer. You can follow me at Miraz CBS. July keeps ticking. Take one giant step with us. Thank you for listening to that corny line and this great <laughs> podcast. And keep downloading it everywhere. Podcasts are available.